Hi, I'm Sean Mosen, and welcome to the Agatsu Physical Culture Podcast, where we spit nothing but the truth about the fitness industry, training, and nutrition. If you were looking for some more uh, lies about fitness, well, that's what infomercials, your mama, your boyfriend, or your girlfriend are for. If you want some real truth, and stick around, because uh, we've got a killer show for you today. We are going to talk sleep, sex, and training. You want to become a rock star? Then stick around, because the next 30 minutes could change the way you train, the way you live. Okay, my very special guest, I want to welcome you, Amir. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Sean, for having me here today. Oh, it's my pleasure. Now, Amir, uh, we were just joking two seconds ago about your last name. So I, I know you have the version of your last name for all of your uh, friends here. And uh, then there's the real version of your last name. So uh, Rosick would be the nice one for oh, yeah, everyone the, easy. The nice version. That's the nice easy one? Okay, and what's the, what's the real pronunciation? And since I come from an Eastern European country and, you know, I'm such like an old-timer and everything, you can refer to me as Mr. Rosich. Okay, well, Mr. Rosich... What he actually does, uh, apart from his uh, many hats that he wears, one of them is that uh, you are the director for, for lack of a better word, just for nutrition. That's kind of the umbrella world for Agatsu that we're giving, director of nutrition. Um, but it's more than just nutrition in the sense of what people are eating, right? That's correct, Sean. So like in the world of nutrition, it's not just food. Okay, don't think of to be healthy, you need food. There's many aspects in the world about health. You know, for example... The quality of the food, uh, the relationship with your mother, relationship with your girlfriend, relationship with your wife, uh, how you sleep, you know, as we'd be talking today, you know. Yeah, you exactly. We're going to talk about sleep because I, I brought you in recently so that you could talk to a group that uh, of trainers that I was training at a uh, Gatsu kettlebell certification and you did a little thing on sleep cycles with them that I thought was really interesting and really important for everyone out there to listen to and to hear. And I know you're giving workshops all over the place. We're going to plug them at the end. But what I want to give listeners today is uh, something that they can think about. Because you know what? People are really funny. They compartmentalize things. They think, you know what? I got off the sofa. I went to the gym today. I'm a rock star. I'm awesome. I did an hour. I did an hour and a half. And, you know, yeah, you did an hour in the gym. But the other 23 hours of the day, you spent screwing your life up. So guess what? You're not getting much out of it, right? And one of the really cool things I think is that you break this down really clear for people about even something as what they think is simple like sleep, why they should get their ass to bed at a reasonable hour. So what, what can we say for people that are out there that are starting to listen and they're like, yeah, okay, I get enough sleep. I'm fine. Are they fine? Are they getting enough? What's enough? That's a great question. Bottom line, the answer is no. End of story. What people think today is healthy sleep is far from it. I'm going to ask you one question. Who or what is the king of the jungle? The lion. The lion. Yeah. Guess how long the lion sleeps throughout the day? Probably, day longer, than, probably longer than me. I'm busy making podcasts. <laughs> 18 hours. 18 hours. The king of the jungle sleeps. It eats like a champion. Yeah. It trains like a champion. And yeah. it sleeps like a champion. For 18 hours. He probably fucks like a champion Indeed, too if he sleeps for 18 day, hours. Every day. <laughs> so think about it. If you take 18 hours away from the lion, it yeah. doesn't become the king anymore. Okay, but I know. People are listening. They're going to be like, I mean, this is great advice. So you want me to go sleep for 18 hours? I'm going to be unemployed. <laughs> I'll soon have enough time to sleep for 18 hours because I'm not going to have a job to go to. So that's not possible. I know. We live yeah. in days that we all have jobs, family, friends, and it's very hectic and busy. Yeah. Uh, I have clients coming up to me and they can barely even get in five hours. 
but there's always ways to work and improve your sleep quality. Uh, you can spend three hours in the morning training your ass off, doing CrossFit, doing kettlebell, doing joint mobility, yeah. doing powerlifting, ollie lifting, whatever your uh, preference is. Yeah. But at the end of the day, if you're not giving your body the necessary healing time in a set, a, a set amount of time, yeah. you're not getting any benefit from your training. You're decreasing your life longevity, decreasing everything that you're putting your time and energy into. Okay, but why? What's going to happen to me? Let's say you give you give the example. Okay, I wake up in the morning. Uh, you know, Monday I'm going to go do my uh, you know my Olympic lifts. I'm going to train. I'm going to put two hours in. The rest of the day I've got my other stuff I've got to do. Whatever. Now, what's going to happen if I decide at night I'm going to watch a movie and then I'm going to stay up and I'm going to answer emails till one? What's the big deal? If I wake up seven the next day and I feel okay, am I not okay? What's the problem with that? Great question, Sean. First, let me break it down to this. Our bodies are more, should I say, your bodies run on hormones. And these hormones run in a circadian rhythm. Basically, circadian rhythm meaning they run on time frames. So from a set amount of time, these hormones work. From a set amount of time, the hormones don't work. Okay. So think about this. So if you're going to sleep, say, late, late, late night, 1 a.m., 2 a.m., yeah. and you're waking up at 6 a.m., maybe only having four to five hours of sleep, in reality, while hormones should be activated, pre-hand through that sleep is not activated. So basically, you're running your car and empty. So if I have a brand new Ferrari, for example, and do I want my Ferrari filled with premium gas or do I want my Ferrari filled with uh, unleaded gas? Obviously, you want premium gas in your Ferrari. Yeah. But right? what if like, like, I remember your lecture. So, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about what, what you said and, and I'm trying to think about what a listener is going to think. The listener is going to be thinking about this going to say, okay, listen, I feel okay, right? I feel fine. And, you know, I always hear this from some guys like, I don't sleep. I don't sleep. I got work. I get a lot of work done, okay? So what's happening, at, you know, come 11 o'clock at night, let's say. What's, what's happening at 11 that, that's so important for me to get to bed? Why do I need to be in bed? One word, melatonin. Okay, what's melatonin? It, sound, it sounds great. We have that cut up after some nice prosciutto and That's it's delicious. It. Some melatonin made with some sashimi on the side. This all sounds great. Let's go get that. I'll turn off the microphone. Okay. So, melatonin, guys. It is your number one sleep hormone. Okay? Melatonin is secreted as soon as the sun goes down. There's no ifs or buts. Okay. You know, we're all animals in the jungle over here. So this is what's making me sleepy? Of course. Okay. Right? So think about this. Melatonin gets activated when sun goes down. And it tells you, listen, Sean, it's time for you to go to sleep. Now, if Sean says, shut up, melatonin, I'm not ready to sleep. I'm going till 3 a.m. in the morning. That's why I could be watching a movie and there could be like partial nudity I have to stay up for. Maybe like See, 1130 exactly. or 12. So there's all these things, yeah. right? So melatonin's like, oh, really, Sean? You know, you want to put me down? Sure, no problem. What melatonin does then, it causes buddy cortisol over. And cortisol is your master stress hormone. Now, cortisol comes wakes you up, knocks melatonin down, therefore starts instigating other negative factors. So what basically cortisol does is raises your stress, mm -hmm. it decreases your performance, decreases male's testosterone, may, pretty much makes you lose your libido. You know, man, if you're having a problem with your you know, friend downstairs, it could be simply because you're not sleeping correctly. Or women, if your libido's low, or you just don't feel pleasure no more down there, it can be because your estrogen is off. So all this is connected. So you're telling me I got to go to sleep to have a reason to be awake? Mm, exactly, right? <laughs> all right. So I think, can see how that could work. Think about this. Melatonin is your master bodyguard. Okay. Okay? 
he tells your body, okay, Sean, it's time to go to sleep. It's time to recuperate you. You know, at that set time, so when the sun goes down, you know, for summertime right now, if you get in bed by 10 o'clock yeah. p.m. at nighttime, melatonin is going to activate hormones like growth hormone. Growth hormone, if in the morning you were training hard Olympic lifting, right. will increase your results, performance, and recovery tenfold. Now uh, think about it. Now you're giving me a reason right? to go to bed apart from the usual typical reason that so involves somebody this. scantily clad. Now, okay, so... If I'm getting to bed around the time that you're saying, right, let's say 10, 10, 30, something some in the neighborhood, depending, I guess, on the time of the year and, and how the light is, right, when the sun's going down where, where you live, then that's going to affect the hormones that are going to affect my recovery from my workout? Of course. Okay. So, and if I'm pushing this back, if I miss this, uh, I guess we can call it a window, right? If I miss this window of opportunity, then that ne negatively is going to affect not just, I guess, feeling rested, but also recovering. I'm going to tell you how it negatively affects you. Yeah. It's pretty simple. No recovery, no healing, no muscle growth, no sex drive, decrease of age, decrease of longevity, feeling like shit. Your whole life is on a negative cascading effect. The more you decrease your sleep from your circadian rhythm, the worse off the quality of your life is in general, period. You want to make more money in your life. You want to feel healthier. Do you want your performance to feel better? Do you want to have a better sex life? Do you want to recover faster? Do you want to feel like a rock star in the gym every single day? You must get your sleep in order. There is no fancy way out of this. You have to, have to, and to repeat, key importance, follow your circadian rhythm. Key hormones, melatonin, cortisol, leptin, growth hormone. You cannot escape these. Through the eons and eons of human evolution, we have been sleeping like cavemen from 10,000 years ago when the sun rises and the sun sets. This is the key to our survival. Well, we have too many things to keep us entertained, right? I know, I, I can already hear it. I can hear people listening. But, I can but, hear, but. yeah, yeah, but, 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 yeah. You've heard the but, but, yeah, you must train people. So, <laughs> I've heard the buts too. So, the first but is going to be, uh, but I'm not tired, right? I'm mm -hmm. not tired. You're telling me to go to bed at 10 o'clock? I'm mm -hmm. a big boy. Mm -hmm. I don't want to go to bed at 10 o'clock, right? I got things to do. First of all, I have a lot of toys I can play with. Or uh, I could be doing some sort of uh, nighttime extracurricular uh, workout. I'd rather do that. And you're, you're going to tell me that probably messes with my melatonin too. You know? Of course. Let me put it this way. Butts and butts and butts don't last forever. Sooner or later, you're going to be burnt out. And you see it from adrenal fatigue, stage one, stage two, stage three. Uh, I personally work with professional athletes, and they have the same excuses. But, 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 but. Okay, I'll give you a but. Hypothetical, right? Okay. But. I'm not tired, okay? It's 10 o'clock. I'm watching TV. I'm not tired. And you want me to go to bed? I'm going to sit there and stare at the ceiling. And I'm going to think about this podcast. I'm going to think, son of a bitch. <laughs> what the hell am I doing in this bed staring at the ceiling? It's 10 o'clock. Mm -hmm. I'm a grown-ass man. I don't have to be sitting here. I'm going to go watch some TV. So they're not tired. How are they going to go to sleep? Great question, Sean. So there's a couple of tricks I can show you guys to actually increase your uh, circadian rhythm for feeling tired. Yeah. So <clears throat> great example is we're talking about melatonin. Melatonin shuts you down. It says, listen, Sean, time for you to go to sleep. So a great way is actually taking external melatonin supplements an hour before sleep. Anywhere from 3 to 12 milligrams one hour before bed will actually start recycling your melatonin, your natural melatonin in your body, pushing you towards sleep. Another really, really ancient uh, modality that's been used by the Romans, the Greeks, and they've actually used this for thousands of years for recovery from the Olympics for athletes is Epsom salt bath. 
So one hour before actual sleep. So say you want to go to sleep for 10 o'clock, yeah. 9 o'clock, pop a couple of melatonins, mm -hmm. uh, draw a warm bath, get inside with the Epsom salt, chill out, read your favorite book, or better yet, you know, listen to our podcast. Yeah. And uh, next thing you know it, I kid you not, within an hour, it's going to feel like a train hit you and you're going to be bed sleeping like a rock. Now with the melatonin, like for some people, like for myself, I don't, I, the idea of like a sleeping pill would freak me out, right? Like I don't like to take anything if I have a headache, but I suppose it's not really a sleeping pill because if it's just melatonin, well, right, exactly. it's, it's what's naturally in the body, you're increasing it. Now, is it, and is this something you would suggest that people really, they, they have to take? No. Or is it just to kind of get into the groove of it? Getting into the groove of the circadian rhythm. Yeah. So basically, melatonin, there's no side effects at all. Uh, the only side effect known to date about melatonin is feeling drowsy in the morning, okay. which means it's working. Right. And usually I recommend all my clients for like a two, three week protocol right. just for your hormones to start kicking back in. And I guarantee your sleep quality will feel a hundred times better. And you know what? That's the worst problem I have with clients. They come up to me and say, I can't sleep. Yeah. Sean, you know, I can't sleep. Amir, I can't do this. I can't do that. I understand because you programmed your body to sleep at two o'clock or three o'clock, right? Yeah. You wake up at six o'clock and you're going to go do a CrossFit workout at 7 a.m. Times that by two years, I'll see you later in the grave, I guarantee it. There's no escaping it, you know? You wonder why people burn out? It's not because of daily stresses. It's because of lack of sleep. That's why you burn out. Think of yourself as a battery. A battery needs recharging. A battery needs to be properly recharged. Yeah, unfortunately, we usually let the battery run completely down before we, you know, we plug in or we recharge anything. Right? Exactly. We, we let it crash, right? So, okay, so let's say we're doing something like this. This is one thing we can do. Maybe some people, they can kind of unwind, but everyone has a different way to unwind to get, to get sleepy, right? Like, um, I know for myself, one of the worst things that I can do is, is to mess around on my phone and answer emails because depending on what's coming in, it may get my head racing. So I'm trying to get better about not obsessively checking like everyone does every couple seconds. I'm checking Facebook. I'm, you know, sending out a Twitter message or, you know, anything like that. So do you recommend like a certain shutoff time where you kind of go dark, you go ancient? The ancient circadian rhythm. I love it. Yeah. The time is basically 8 o'clock. Usually in the summertime right, right now. You're killing me. Hey, I know, but you know what, I have, I have, you know, a different approach to this. Yeah. Even though it's around eight o'clock, my rule of thumb is one hour before bed, everything out. For example, say, I, I'll tell you how I sleep. You know, always people ask me, Amir, how do you sleep? Yeah, I sleep in a bat cave, in a upside bat down cave. with no phones. Yes, with no <laughs> phone. And then I sleep in a freezer too. You know, that's a different that's podcast. That's a whole other podcast. Exactly. Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so this is what I want, guys. I want... No electronics near your head within five feet. Okay. I and want, this is like an hour before. An hour before. I want no Facebook. Facebook is the devil. Uh, does Facebook make you money? Yes or no? I don't care. Facebook is out one hour. You're watching TV? I don't care. It's out. Okay? Your phone, it's off. All electronics around the vicinity of your head, five feet away. I want you to be in a pitch dark room. Preferably with a window open to let cool, fresh air in. And I want you to feel as you're in a cave. Especially if you have my dog, you need a window open at oh, all times. Yes, yes. Yeah. So you need even a mask too sometimes. Yeah, ex exactly. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, everyone uh, that's listening to the podcast, you don't have a smell-o-vision yet to develop. To, uh, we're going to work on this for the next podcast. So you can actually smell what Amir and I are uh, going through right now. It's really quite incredible. I think I'm having a heart attack. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, at least you're well rested, so your body is strong enough to be able to deal with it. But uh, yeah, if at any point uh, the mic goes dead, uh, please just uh, people send help. Help now, please. Yes, know. actually send us help right now. Yes, because we can't take the dog's flatulence. Okay, so an hour before bedtime, we're going to shut everything down. So now I'm sitting there alone in the dark, staring out into space, thinking about this podcast and reevaluating uh, my life decisions and what I listen to on my phone. Uh, what can I do? I mean, can, people presumably can't read. It's too dark. Ladies and gentlemen, probably men and women, this is where Mother Nature comes into play. Uh, Ooh, this is a good time for uh, other things. Sexy time. Okay. Well, this okay. Is, I, I wasn't so thrilled about turning off my Facebook, but now it's making more sense. So how about this, guys? Yeah. Both, ladies and gentlemen, now you both have an excuse. I want to say excuse. I don't, a need, reason, I don't need an excuse. Now a reason. I'm to conscious. Tell, that was my excuse. <laughs> to tell your partner, listen, for us to become healthier, we must do the deed. I, you know what? I like this because now there's going to be a bunch of people running around going, uh, you know, maybe you got to turn your phone off because of, uh, to protect my circadian rhythm, uh, I'm going to have to uh, you know, have some sex now. And uh, we got to go in the other room. Otherwise, that two-hour workout that I did this morning, it's all for nothing. Exactly. This is fantastic. Only here in Agatsu will you ever hear anybody yes. telling you, listen, exactly. honey. Yeah. Sean and Amir told me we gotta have sex tonight, and it, if we don't have sex, tonight, I won't. I won't PR on Friday. Exactly. Right. This is, this is fantastic advice. I think uh, the um, listeners are going are going to spike by the uh, second podcast, and it'll only grow from there. Now, so this is one. That, yes, grow from there. Yes, everyone is smiling in the room. Okay, I'll put in an effect later for uh, you know hi hat. All right. Now, <laughs> or is that the snare? Okay. Now, so okay. All jokes aside. This is a great time to be doing that. Uh, if there's no one in the vicinity, <laughs> then, then what else would you recommend and what else would you say to stay away from? Like, let's say that it's bright enough outside, but you are kind of winding down with the electronics. Mm -hmm. Presumably, some people at some point, they could read, but not in bed, right? You should well, kind no, of... you, can, you can read a book. That's a great way to actually uh, close down your mind is reading a book. Yeah. Preferably a nice... Uh relaxing book nothing too much to stimulate the neurons in your brain so not 50 shades of gray mm, oh, not 50 shades of gray maybe maybe not honestly because then you got to pick up your phone and then you're going to try and arrange your booty call. yeah exactly. so that's that's not going to work honestly out. at the end of the day pick any book you want magazine you want yeah. uh even you know start reading the Gatsu magazine it's great yeah, information exactly. there uh but if you have a lamp please please have it behind your head okay why behind because your head? great question sean you're photons or your receptors in your eyes if directly shown light will think it's light outside so behind me they think the sun's going down yeah so you're actually mimicking nature okay so even like on the side a little bit it's okay say like it's on a 45 degree angle yeah but never have a uh, light on top of your head or light facing you yeah. always have the light from the side or behind you yeah well and when i think about it now like yeah when i have my lamp on or something and the rest of the room is dark i'll i'll get sleepy in that setting but if I've got, you know, the main one on in the room, then no, it's bright in front of me and I tend to get sleepy later. Of course. So that's yeah. the whole thing, avoiding electronics and avoiding uh, artificial light. You don't want to be in front of artificial light. The more we bathe in light, which is actually new studies are coming out showing women are uh, creating higher breast cancer rates than ever. It's like, I think, 23% increase just correlated towards artificial light. Okay. So we get, we, we set things up. We set it up to try and get to bed at a decent time. 
Part of this is, a uh, big part of this is because the melatonin is making us sleepy and that's the first kickoff, the first thing that's going to kick off in our body to get us to bed, presumably by a certain time so that we can then start to have the other hormones produced so that we can be in recovery mode and we can get the most out of all the good stuff we did during the day, right? Now, the setup, I know a lot of people in their rooms, they also have electronics, they have all their kinds of gadgets. They, you know, you mentioned having a window open was a good idea. What's a good idea, what's a bad idea? You said, you know, I know all joking aside, you do kind of have the idea of a bad cave. So why a bad cave, what's a bad cave? What's the bad cave? Yeah. I'll tell you the perfect bat cave to have. Okay. Okay? Honestly, guys, if you want to optimize, like if you're one of the crazy people like I am or Sean is, right? Our back cave is, there is no electronics in my room. I don't have a TV. I don't have a computer. I don't have anything. I have a bed with a window with no lights. It's very cold. That's all I sleep in. And it optimizes my sleep a hundred, hundredfold. Okay, but even a little light is a problem? How? For example, they did a study on a kneecap. They covered the person's whole body in a cloth. They opened just the kneecap and shined a flashlight on the kneecap. Mm -hmm. Just that little light on the kneecap elevated melatonin levels in the body. Because every single cell in your body has a photon receptor. So it's not just your eyes. Mm -hmm. Your eyes have the most of it. Right. But every other cell on your skin has photon receptors. And it, it actually alters your melatonin. So, so was it melatonin or, or was it cortisol? Was it waking the body well, up? Or? It, it was disturbing melatonin. Okay. So melatonin should be high in a certain level in sleep. Right. So when the light came on, your melatonin go boom. It went down. It went down a bit, right? Exactly. And then your cortisol starts spiking afterwards. Okay. So you're saying it's kind of like, it, it almost like daylight was coming in. Exactly. Okay. Right. So I'm not saying, I'm not telling everyone right away, go live in a bat cave. Yeah. But you get an idea of how important dark is. Sure. Especially with the, the phones, you know, the big screens. Yeah. Right, like I know, if, even if I turn off the volume on it uh, and it's next to the bed, if somebody sends me a text message, all of a sudden the room is kind of bathed in light. It can really brighten up. So I know. Well, there's also like other options. Uh, they're coming out with like special blue screens or like caps you can put on your tablets or phones. Right. But honestly, guys, at the end of the day, don't be kidding yourself. Right. Yeah. Turn that, it off. Turn it off. It's like, why do you need to be on Facebook or your phone? Like, why are you stressing yourself out till the last second before sleep? Yeah. You know. Where were we even like 20 years ago? You think these iPhones or laptops existed 20 years ago? No. Yeah, somehow we got to bed without checking right? one more time. And like a, a stat I'm gonna tell you is, we had just 50 years ago per week, 26 hours more leisure time than today. 26 hours. That's more than a full days yeah. of anything you possibly wanna do. So you guys have just lost a whole day of fun. That's, that's insane to me. Yeah. You know, we're not living no more as humans, right? So if you want to optimize your life, you want to feel better, recover faster, like I was saying earlier, get to sleep earlier. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to tell you. I'm telling you stuff that's been programmed into our genes for millions of years. And I know, like we just touched about it a little bit, you know, we we're talking about the hormones and especially for recovering. I think maybe that's the biggest motivator because people can understand, okay, there's a hormone that's making them sleepy. Yeah, I get it. Everybody gets sleepy, fine. Um, but I think, to really sell people on the idea, it's what, and especially what hit home for me, and I know when people heard that lecture that you gave, what hit home for a lot of those guys, especially the guys that were training really hard, like remember the jujitsu guys, yeah. they trained really yeah. hard, but they were shift workers. So they were really set up in a bad way, but it, it really hit them that 
you were explaining the hormones that are kicking in for recovery, you've got this window. And if you don't make it and you're not in a decent sleep by that window, then you are really undoing what you did in the gym. And I could see it on their face. That freaked them out because they really killed themselves in the gym. And they realized that, you know, if you kill yourself for two hours and you're actually only getting 15 minutes worth, that's brutal. That's depressing. And, you know, they were really freaked out. So, you know, for guys that that are in that situation, um, like how much of a window is there? And just how dire is it to get to sleep at that time? That's a great question, Sean. There is no, like, uh, hanky-panky answer for this. It's pretty much, if you do not go to sleep, we'll say for the summertime right now, yeah. if you do not go to sleep by 10 p.m., yeah. so your window of opportunity for the hormones, for example, melatonin, uh, growth hormone, uh, prolactin, uh, you have leptin, all these hormones working yeah. uh, synergistically together. If you do not go to sleep by 10 p.m., what I mean by sleep, I mean sleeping, mm -hmm. right? From 10 p.m. to like 1, 1 p.m. or sorry, 1 a.m. in the morning, yeah. these hormones do their deed. Because the reaction of what they do instigate another group of hormones in the morning. So your body has two mechanisms. First, it will heal your body physically, then mentally, right? right. Depending on the individual. So first it puts us to sleep. Yes. Then we're, when we're asleep, the hormones come in and they go to work. Yes. And they're repairing and healing all of the stuff from the day. And then what's going to happen after that? Then we've got stuff that's coming in. Exactly. So, so basically, each hormone, think of it as a domino. Yeah. So say we start off in the morning, our hormones are working. And what happens if Sean and I take out the 25th to 26th domino and the 24th domino falls down? Yeah. Will the 27th domino continue? No. It, it won't. It. Right? Yeah. it stops it. Yeah. So there's a the whole thing about the circadian rhythm. It's a rhythm, right? So if you're missing, for example, one hormone, two hormone, and your cycle's off, everything's off, right? And if you're training two hours in the gym in the morning, and for example, say you're training for performance, you want to increase your snatch, your squat, or maybe you want to get better at jits or something. Yeah. The main concern I had with all my clients is recovery. You know, people can push them physically as much as they can. You're puking in the gym, you're training as hard as you can. Yeah. Great. Can you replicate that every day? How do you re replicate that training every day? Is sleep, is recovery. Yeah. So what makes, uh, for example, in both men and women, uh, hormone strong. So you got growth hormone. And women too, testosterone, you have estrogen, you have IGF-1. All these factors which make more bone mass, stronger hypertrophic growth, uh, stronger neuroprotective factors, uh, increasing longevity, increasing certain telomeres within your cells. All of this is activated at nighttime and in that cycle. So if I'm in the gym, for example, with me and I want to do, you know, 32 kilogram snatch. Yeah. The next day I want to do it again. If I don't get my sleep, my recovery is not there at all. Yeah. So if Sean wants to do a better ollie lift tomorrow in the front squat, maybe hit numbers up to 300, yeah. if he hasn't had his sleep the night before, it's not happening. And, and you decrease your production. Your actual overall production within the world of healing, within the world of becoming the ultimate you, it's gone. And All based on the fact that you didn't want to get your ass to bed. Yeah. yeah. And think about it. What did we mention earlier? Like, get to bed earlier and have sex. <laughs> It like, doesn't. It doesn't sound like the absolute worst, right? toughest like, come prescription. On. Like, prescription. Come on. It's not like I told you to cut out chocolate cake. Yeah. You know, you walked into the gym and I said you have to stop eating chocolate cake. You got to go paleo immediately, and you're not allowed to have any fun. 
No, yeah, go go to bed, have sex, and uh, you know, then you can train the next day. Of course, that sounds reasonable. Huh? Yeah, but like most reasonable things, I think it's hard for people to wrap their mind around it because there's something that they do as a habit that they like that they don't want to give up, and they don't think they need to give it up. Right? Yeah. They're like, uh, yeah, that sounds all great, but uh, you know, I kind of really like reading my emails in bed. Or, uh, I, you know, I like to send text messages, uh, you know, till one in the morning or I want to watch TV. And that's how I unwind. Well, look at this, Sean. Yeah. We're nobody's parents. Well, we are, but well, yeah. we're not, we're not nobody yeah. else's At parents, least two right? that I know At about. least yes. two, right? Yeah. I'm not going to babysit you guys. Yeah. I'm here to guide you or we're here to guide you. The information's here. We present it for you. It's I can't write anyone else off as a dependent other right? than the two that I have. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, I'm not going to people's houses. If they don't want to go to bed and do three pumps and then go to sleep, it's none of my business. I totally believe in the law of Darwinism. It is a survival of the fittest, the smartest, and I, we're here to help as many people as possible. Like, I want you guys to feel your ultimate best. I want you to feel alive. Like, it really bugs me when I get people who wake up in the morning and feel like shit. Yeah. It really bugs me. It makes me crazier is that they feel like crap, then they ask for help, then we offer up some help, but they don't want to do it, right? It's like somebody comes in and they want to learn how to train, and you say, I'm going to show you the stuff, but it's not going to have any value if you're not going to also get these other things in line, like nutrition, and I don't know, you and I have talked about this before. In most cases, uh, based on what people typically do in, let's say, in a gym setting, uh, they'd be better off just eating right. And they could avoid all, all the exercise if they would just really square away their diet. Uh, they'd be so much better off than a lot of the you know Ain't dumb training. The yeah, the dumb training that people do. Uh, so this is the same thing. Maybe you have great training, which is fantastic. You're in a you know very small minority. But if you've got great training, you've got to get this in check, and you've got to also be willing. Just like you're willing to you know go through all the pain and the suffering in the gym, you got to be willing to you know change a habit. So. What would you suggest? Do people have to kind of like immediately pull the plug and do all this or, or can they kind of piecemeal do a little piecemeal bit? Piecemeal everything yeah. together. You know, a Great Wall of China wasn't built in one day. Yeah. You know, Egyptian pyramids weren't built in one day. I believe in progression, slow steps, right? Yeah. You're mentioning earlier about habits. Yeah. It takes 21 days to make or break a habit. So 21 days, you create a new habit. Remember, guys, you cannot break old habits. You can suppress them. And right. you can put them away. Right. But they're always there. They can always reoccur. Yeah. So think about it. The more new habits you have, mm -hmm. you know, healthy habits have, the more the old habits disappear. So let's, let's make a new habit for the listener, all right? A okay, new the, habit. The new habit's going to be that you're going to kill uh, at least, uh, let's not say all the electricity, all, all of the stuff, right? That's the ideal. The ideal was an hour before bed, you're going to kill all this stuff, right? Let's say... Probably they're watching TV and they're messing with their phone and their computer. So let's kill everything but the TV for right now. Everything but the TV for right now and with the goal also, of course, of immediately getting to bed earlier. So whatever your bedtime is, uh, you know, especially if it's past 11 right now, start to tailor it back to what we're talking about where you're really unplugging it. Well, I, I, do, I usually do this for my clients. For example, most people right now are going to sleep around midnight, right? Yeah. So let me draw out the protocol. If you guys are going to sleep at midnight... Say starting on a Monday, I want you to draw back 10 minutes every single day. Nice. That's good. Manageable. 10 minutes. 10 minutes, yep. right? And I don't even care so far for the electronics yet. Yep. So say the first week is done and you're 10 minutes behind. So that's 70 minutes the whole week. You tailor it back. Yeah. Right? More than an hour. That's great. And you continue the 10 minutes till you get down to your 10 o'clock. Yeah. Once you're at the 10 o'clock, you can start doing the electronics. 
Fantastic. Okay. Look at that. He gave you his, your TV back. I was going to be me. Yeah. So you I have your TV. I, I was taking your phone already away. I was, <laughs> yeah, I'm a hard ass. Okay. So now you start taking your electronics off one at a time. So let's say laptop is gone, then TV is gone, then cell phone's gone, then yep. light is gone. And you'd be surprised. Even before the week's over, you're going to feel amazing. Finally, after the second week is gone, you can implement melatonin. Yep. And as you can see, I didn't just jump to supplements right away. Yeah. Right? That's something I, I want to bring you back. I want to bring you back next time we want to talk supplements. This is a, it's a great topic. It's something I've always been interested in and I've played around because like, like you, I like to experiment. I like to experiment with training protocols, all kinds of strange stuff. You know, even when you told me to drink baking soda, I'm, I'm game. I'm, I'm always game to try different things and to have some experience with it. And supplements is a wild thing because people are crazy about it. It's too big an industry. People make so much money with it that it's very hard to get an honest answer out of anyone. And some simple, clean help. And you and I have talked about it. We've played around. I've played around with some of your suggestions. And next time I think that I'm going to have you on, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about supplements. I'm, you know, I want to get to the what does the average guy who's just a couple days a week messing around in the gym, does he, need, eat, does he even need anything? Well, we're going to talk about that. And then we're going to talk about you know, somebody like myself who, yeah, okay, I'm, I may be training three, four hours a day. Sometimes I've got multiple training sessions. So we'll talk and cover the spectrum for you know, people from just very little to people doing a lot and all kinds of different supplements where we talk about you know, maybe what you would need for recovery into sport training and also, as you know, we've discussed just some supplements that are really supplementing what we're eating and really talk about food as well. So there's lots to talk about. There's a hell of a lot more I know to talk about on this subject. That's why you're giving workshops. One of these workshops is typically how long? Four hours. Yeah. It's, yeah. So there, there's quite a bit. And I know that you really break it down and you explain it in such a way that people get the science. Honestly, think about this. Within the four-hour workshop, you will walk away with more knowledge than any medical doctor. But this is good and it probably doesn't, uh, it's, it's probably not that hard to deliver yeah, given the state of the uh, medical community. But now, these workshops are coming up. You've got a whole bunch coming up. We're also going to be uh, posting them on the Gatsu website. So uh, they're going to be all over the place. And uh, also, we will lead you to different resources where you can get info on this and different articles from Amir. So you can check out the uh, website at Gatsu.com. You can check out our um, app. Of course, come back, listen to the podcast. All of these different things are going to bring great information to you, like what we just brought to you with Amir and, of course, with other trainers and with other uh, you know, fitness and health professionals. We hope that you enjoyed this one. Amir, it was a pleasure. Thank you, Sean. I can't wait to have you back. We're going to talk about drinking baking soda and, uh, you know, cold water dousing and all kinds of freaky stuff. Ooh, we just started. <laughs> We've just begun. <laughs> Thanks, man. All right, thank you.